0: If your life has been in the trenches of rejection and you are looking to get out, keep listening to this podcast. I'm going to share my story with you. Hello, this is Pastor Sandy Mays. I want to share with you my story of how I got delivered from the grips and the torment and the oppression of rejection. My family, my mom, had been rejected in her life. She was a strong woman, but situations and wrong decisions in her life caused her to experience rejection. And from that rejection in allowing it to make her decisions, it led her to a place of fear. So in my life, as I was growing up, she was very loving and and very supportive of me, but the fear and rejection that plagued her life began to plague my life. You know, when fear and rejection is present in a household. Those spirits of rejection and fear are lingering, influencing, changing how you see yourself, changing how you see others, changing how you perceive what is available to you. And that's exactly what happened. Even though there was love in our household there was that presence of rejection and fear. And it was working 24-7 on my mother and on me and also on my sister. So I was distinguished by rejection as I grew up. And, you know, when you're rejected, you're looking for acceptance you're looking for relief you're looking for someone to make you feel as though you're not wrong but you're right because that's what rejection does, it makes you feel as though you're not good enough that you're the outcast that you're the one that sticks out, the sore thumb everybody else looks wonderful, everyone else is just perfect but you're the one that just has this big red flag that says, I'm not good enough. And that's what was happening with me. And when you're in that place, then you want to find someone that will accept you. Well, I remember a neighbor and we were about the same age and she was also under the same force of rejection although it showed up differently on her because she handled it in a different way she came from a two-parent family home because she had her mother and father but they worked a lot so she was at home by herself her and her sister and so she dealt with her rejection by becoming involved with other rebels and doing acts that labeled her as being rejected. She was always in trouble. She was always missing school. There was always an issue. And so I ended up befriending her and hanging out with her. And what happens when two people hang together? Somebody's gonna be influenced. Well. You got two people both under the power and the influence of rejection. And she ended up influencing me with how to deal with the the rejection that I was dealing with. And so I ended up taking that same solution of rebellion, giving in to the feelings and the judgments of saying that you're not good enough, that you're an outcast. You might as well just live wrong because you're already wrong. And that's what I did. I ended up running around with her and a few other girls that were also in that same oppression and mindset, the same attitude of rejection feeling that you're not good enough. And I ended up running away from home at the age of 14 years old. I ran away from home. I was gone for two weeks. My picture was on the post at the stop sign, run away. And thank God, that I came home safely. But during those two weeks, I experienced what it was really like to be a reject and just trying to survive. Trying to make sure we had food and trying to have clean clothes. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. So for two weeks living under those conditions, it influenced me even more to live that lifestyle of being a rebel and being under the influence and the judgments of being rejected. Lying, cheating, stealing, all of that. And that was something that I had not done before. I had felt rejection. But I had not gotten into that level of rebellion where I was doing the acts of rebellion that go along with rejection. So my life was even more in the grips of rejection and the expectations of being rejected, which led to me making decisions that brought more rejection instead of acceptance, that brought more of what I was trying to get away from, but when you're under the power of rejection and its influence, even subconsciously, when you don't realize it's working against you, it's working against you. That feeling of just, you're not good enough. That feeling of comparing yourself with others. You see, I remember there's this one family, they were just the all around, just perfect family. And I remember that um, this girl and her sister they never had to walk home. She was one of the cheerleaders in the school when I was in um in high school. She was one of the cheerleaders, and her parents would always come. Her mother was always there to pick her up every single week and and she was she was an honor student just everything about her life and I remember I used to look at her and just be so envious because her life just seemed so perfect, and mine. Again, just that feeling of rejection, even though my mom loved me and even though I knew that my mom had my, my back, but still she was under that same influence of rejection. We were all under that influence of rejection. And if it's working against you all of the time, it's always trying to limit where you can see of where you can go. So I remember when I finally met someone to marry, See, I wanted so much to be married, and I married out of fear and rejection. My mother had never been married, and so I was determined that I was going to get married, that I was going to have a husband. And so the man that I married was a man that ended up rejecting me in the years that we were together. I was always having to stand for the marriage. I was always running after him. He had had a background of drug addiction and uh, was a musician. And so um, I was always running after him. And really when when I think back about it, he was not the choice that I should have made for a husband because he wasn't prepared to be married when we did marry. But again, I made decisions that brought more rejection. And that's what happens when you're rejected. If you're not watchful, you will be led to make more decisions that lead to more rejection. And so that's what happened. The marriage was unhappy. And I remember meeting some neighbors. We lived in an apartment complex and I remember meeting some neighbors and they were rejects as well, but they were used to living that lifestyle. They were fine with that lifestyle. The, the boyfriend was a gambler and uh, they had drugs and alcohol in their house and I started hanging out with them. And in fact, my ex-husband started hanging out with him, with with them. And of course, whoever you hang out with, you're going to be influenced. If you're not influencing them, they're gonna influence you. And so I began to, to be influenced to do drugs. I remember just the times with just being so unhappy and feeling rejected in the marriage and wanting the marriage to work. And so I remember doing crack. And the turning point in my life came right at about this time. There was a choice that I was faced with. And I realized that if I did crack again, that it was going to pull me into the direction in my life that I would not easily get out of. I had met and had a longtime friend that had been so on fire for God. And I remember her always preaching the gospel, telling me about Jesus, always witnessing. And I knew she was always there. And even though I was not giving in to her, her message was always the same. She was always talking about the goodness of God. I know she was praying for me too because the day when that choice came it was either crack or it was Jesus and I remember her calling me and telling me that there was a revival going on at her church and she had invited me to come to that revival and I know this was God so making the decision because there was such a pull. I was so unhappy. I knew something had to change. That associate that had the crack and was there reaching out. But then thank God for my friend that had Jesus and she was reaching out. And so I remember it was on a Friday. They were having the revival at her church. And praise God, I went to that revival. I walked in. I got saved, accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. And praise God, my life was changed. Thank you, Lord, that I did not go down that road of drug addiction to crack. That would have been a monkey that would have been hard to get off my back. But thank God, Jesus, I surrendered to him that day and began to go to church and learn the word of God and learn that Jesus had paid the price for me. He was rejected so I could be accepted. God had given me a relationship that I didn't earn. God had given me a place as his daughter that I did not deserve that I was no longer rejected, but I was accepted and I was so excited. Praise God. But rejection was still trying to lurk around in my life. In my marriage, I wanted the marriage to work out. And so as I accepted Jesus and began to go to church and learn the word of God, my first desire was for my my marriage to succeed and so um, I had had uh, my daughter and I was just praying and believing God that he could heal my marriage my ex-husband had not received Jesus as Lord at that time so I began to pray for him believing that his life would um, turn around and that he would accept Jesus Christ as Lord. And so I began to pray the word three times a day, praying the scriptures over my life, over my marriage, praying love, praying acceptance, declaring the word of God over my family. And I I believed God to save my marriage. And then I remember one day, I found out that there was a new enemy that had entered into my marriage that brought even greater oppression to my marriage. And that was a crack cocaine addiction that my ex-husband had. He had gotten hooked on crack. And from being hooked on crack, it brought extramarital affairs. It brought betrayal, him being gone on weekends, just more turmoil. But thank God that I had God and I had hope because the impact that God had made on my life, I believed God to still work it out. So I still. Believe God for the restoration of our marriage, even though at this point we ended up separating. But I would still pray, praying for the marriage, praying for the healing of uh, the marriage restoration, praying that my for my daughter as well, because we were all if there was still turmoil going on because the, of the family being split because the my ex-husband was not there. And so and my daughter was she was six years old by then. And so I just continued to pray. And there was times when uh, my ex-husband would come around and I remember one time he did actually come home. And when he came home he had brought a, a son with him. And by the grace of God we accepted That son, I accepted that son as my very own, but still the marriage was not at the point of being able to be restored. So he ended up leaving again. I was still praying for the marriage, praying for him, but there was a change that was going on inside of me. And that change was that I was getting free from rejection. Praying the scriptures three times a day. And I was praying those scriptures in first person, present tense. Because faith, Hebrews 11.1 says that faith is now. And so I prayed and confessed the scriptures in line with the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ as I declared the word of God. The change was happening inside of my life, inside of my perception of who I was and what I could do. And I felt that the whole of rejection was getting weaker and weaker in my mindset. I was becoming more and more positive, more and more less afraid, more and more bold. More and more, I could see a new identity arising. Before, under the power of rejection, my identity was, you know, you're rejected, you're an outcast. You better hold on to what you have. You know, you're not going to get anything else. You don't qualify for anything else. But as I began to pray the scriptures, my identity began to arise with having a relationship with Almighty God, being the daughter of God, being bold and fearless and believing that there is nothing that I could not have if I released my faith. And so as time went on, the Lord began to show me, and actually when I think about it, God was showing me this all along that the marriage was not going to work, but I couldn't receive it. I was too afraid. I was too under the power of rejection. And I didn't want to hear the fact that my ex-husband was not going to change. But finally, my faith was at the point where God showed me he's not going to change. The marriage is not going to work. Release the marriage. And that's what I did. I went down and filed for a divorce. Praise God that I was ready to walk away from the marriage. No longer be bound by rejection. But this new relationship, this new identity, this new force of positivity that said, nothing will be impossible for you because God is on your side. It changed everything. So I ended up divorcing my husband. And from that point on, Being confident, not standing alone, but being confident in who I was in God. Being confident in my relationship. And again, the scriptures had placed this power, activated this power inside of my spirit as I prayed the word three times a day. seeing what was available to me, seeing myself the way that God had created me to be. And from praying those scriptures, I ended up buying a home, using my faith, with, without having saved money. God showed me exactly, led us led me to buy the home, favor showing up, grace showing up. And I remember moving into the house, signing the paperwork, of course, first getting the keys. It was just so exciting to buy a house, qualify for it. I mean, God was just all there, but it was through the power of faith of not being afraid and not being under the power of rejection. From there, I ended up pioneering a church preaching the gospel, teaching Bible studies. I even produced a television broadcast. Raised my daughter as a single parent. And she's very successful. I wrote books and resources. And it all came from The freedom that I had experienced from praying the word of God in first-person, present tense and allowing my faith to be built to see that I was not rejected, but I was accepted. If you have been bound by the lies and the the trenches, the grips of rejection and fear, I want to invite you to visit our website, which is lvchonline.org or send me an email, which is info at I would love to share with you and to show you exactly the pathway to allow God to break the grip of the lies of Rejection from your life and bring you to the place of boldness and victory so that you can walk out the plan that God has created you to walk in. There is a way out and I want to share that with you. I look forward to speaking with you and hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening to my story. God bless.